Merrill Varsity High School football is on the air on Blue Jay 96.3 WJMT. Today's game broadcast is brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, Westside Market, One-Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, River Country Co-op C-Store and Country Store, Napa in Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, The Silver M Club, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Pine Ridge Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, SGS Environmental Contracting, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, the Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Beacon Restaurant. On your hometown voice for Merrill Varsity Sports, Blue Jay 96.3, AM 730, streaming at BlueJay96.3.com, on the WJMT app, and Alexa. Now let's send it to the field for the game. And this is downtown Ollie Burroughs, pleased to be bringing you Merrill Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3, and he's a fixture right now in our pregame show. Ethan Raven is in with Raven's Ruminations. Mr. Raven, sir, first of all, how's your recovery coming? Going good, getting better every week. Um, been still going to physical therapy and working on it. So so when you can get your foot back in your mouth, you know you're in good shape? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of foot and mouth, we don't want to put ours in today. This is a special night for the Blue Jays. Yeah, they're 0-5, but so are the Ashland Ore Dockers. Somebody's coming home tonight with a win. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you want to tell us? There's two things tonight. First of all, Number seven, you are in pink. Why are you in the pink? So it's tackle cancer tonight here at Jay Stadium. All of our guys were wearing pink jerseys tonight. Um, student sections filling up. They're all wearing pink, and they're uh, lining the fence with pink streamers, it looks like. So it's going to look pretty cool here tonight. There is a second thing. As important as tackling cancer is, what else is special about tonight? So this year with week eight being homecoming, tonight is our last home game at Jay Stadium, so it's senior night. Before homecoming. Before homecoming, yes. yeah, our last okay. night game. I, um, I, fi I figured with our good, <laughs> you know, we play homecoming on the road. Right. So, um, yeah, tonight is, you know, it's a big night. Senior night and tackle cancer night. Now, I'm going to be straight up with you. This has got to be at best mixed feelings for you as a senior not out there on the field. So I'll cover that one for you. I can't imagine. Let's talk about those guys who are out there tonight as seniors. Take us through. Yeah, you know, so um, we we had a lot more. Come, we, on, we only got eight, and I can't play, obviously, so we have seven eligible players. And we lost a lot over the years, but these core guys have always stuck around. And... Um, you know, you do what you can. So we're all, we're really close. We're a tight-knit group. We got um, Eric Mann, number nine. He'll, he, he's just been a soft, middle linebacker since sophomore year. So he's, he's doing he, his he thing this year. He likes to put the hurt on people, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. He likes to hit. And then um, Brody Lang, he's kind of, a, he was our star last year. And he's going both ways now this year, playing fullback, a little bit of offensive line, and then anchoring the D-line at D-end. And then we got um, Andre Houghton, another returning starter, number 14. He's played free safety last year um still staying there and then we got uh Isaac Clapper he's he he gets in you know offense defense wherever kind of a utility guy and then Carson Wilner he's actually gonna be playing nose tackle tonight he's um just really aggressive kid he can wherever you put him he's gonna play hard he he loves contact and he loves to play so uh there's that and then we got Tommy Troyer he never really played until these last couple of years and he really decided to work hard he flipped a switch and now he's you know he's playing at tight end he's playing at fullback he can he can kind of switch it up tonight so um 
That'll be huge. And we do have one guy out tonight. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so um, EJ Wikes is going to be out tonight with a shoulder injury. He was a game-time decision. Nobody knew until about five, ten minutes ago, so he's not even suiting up. So we're going to game. We got a game plan without him, you know. There's nothing you can do about it, and um, I think we can definitely still come out of here with a W. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more with Ethan Raven and our pregame show. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to the Merrill Blue Jays pregame show. I am downtown Ollie Burroughs. Pleased to be joined by, wait a minute, I hear the sound, Robin, Robin. Ethan, I apologize. Ethan Robin, senior quarterback who's coming up and giving us his ruminations for the night. Boy, I tell you, if I were the Ore Dockers seeing this whole place decked out in pink, I'd be doing a Scooby-Doo. Rut row, rut row. <laughs> so, we take a look, some of the keys of the game, as we take a look at this right now. E.J. Wikes, game-time decision, he's out. Who does that put in the backfield, or or does Henrik move back to running back, and does Lang give up his number 68 and get his number one back? So um, Wheeler's going to be doing, and he's starting this week back there. Um, he's going to be anchoring down throw maybe you know Carson Wallner in there get a couple carries Andre Houghton but um otherwise it's going to be Wheeler so in the Houghton, we may see Houghton in the backfield yes. as well at wide yep. receiver now at a couple cor- at running back or a yeah. running yep. as well as at wide receiver yeah. thank yep. you yep. 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 remember I'm I, I, I'm the host be nice <laughs> yeah. no thank you for correcting me now a couple weeks ago one of the special teamers freshmen in a, in a JV game or sophomores excuse me knee injury is he back yet um, Jaden Chase, he is yes. he is back today, yes. He okay, so Chase tonight. is back, yeah. so that's going to strengthen the stack. Now, last week you brought in the secret that no one else knew in the press box. That was how closely guarded it was. Did you continue to get to borrow from the soccer team for Evans for kicking tonight? Oh, Evans is not kicking tonight. Um, we're just keeping it with Klug. It was, uh, Evans couldn't make it tonight. He had, a other, he had soccer. Um, <laughs> Implications. Hey, did, did you do the rock, paper, scissors, and we lost? <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Okay. So, Kluge's going to be back doing the kicking mm-hmm. and uh, kickoffs as well. Mm-hmm. Now, he's, he's, he's back and healthy. Yep. Now, does this mean Lang stays at left tackle? Lang, no. Lang is going to be playing fullback again. Um, but if he does have to play left tackle tonight, senior night and everything, they are going to let him wear one. But he has to report to the ref that he's ineligible. Oh, great. So I could just see the ref. Why are you doing right, this to right, me? Yeah. Okay, so he's back at fullback. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to see Henrik then? Henrik's out tonight. Henrik is out that as well. That was another um, game time decision. Okay. He, he uh, concussed. Ooh. So, so he is he was weak really to itching week. to play, but yeah, he's weak to week. Um, and then back at Falk, safe, strong safety where EJ was playing, we're going to be it's either going to be Quentin Tomachik or Isaac Clapper that you're, you'll see in there. Quentin Tomachik, he's a junior. He's never really played on varsity before, but tonight is. So he's going to get a himself. baptism of fire the hard mm-hmm. way. Talk mm-hmm. about what you saw in film on the Ordockers this week, Ethan Robin. The, the Ordockers, they run the option. Um, they'll run it, run it, run it. And uh, our safeties are going to be filling the alleys hard, coming down and uh, outside corners. Now, is this going to be what Lakeland was trying to do to us last week? putting eight, nine guys in the box. Yeah, um, we're going to see that again. You know, we'll see that, honestly, the rest of the way. But I can tell you tonight we got some some, oh, new, some new things yes. coming. I'm not going to spoil the show, but we, we got some. 
We got some, some, some so new So there are some new that. wrinkles coming. Now that's something that comes with the maturity we saw last week. Jacob Schmelzer come into his own. I don't give a hoot and Hortonville about the numbers. He showed me he'd been listening to you. Mm -hmm. are, yeah. you are you are you his inner voice? <laughs> yeah, you know I help him out. It it really it, nothing more that I want to do in the play football this year. But I, unfortunately, I can't. So I try to work it through Jacob, and he's learning as he goes on. You know, so don't listen to what anybody's telling you. You play your game because quarterback is an incredibly difficult position. And all off season, you know, he was. He wasn't prepared. He, he, he thought it was going to be me. I go down. It's like, all right, next man up. You know, he, he didn't have a lot of time sort, to prepare. Sort, sort of like the Bengals. They brought back a third quarterback yeah, this week because right. all of a sudden 0-2 and, and Burrow is still hurting. Right. And he's so. it, being only a junior, you know, you're going up against some older guys, some guys your age. and Now, when you take a look at his progress, does this mean we can open the playbook up a little more? Yeah, I would say. You know, we're, we're still going to play our brand of football and try to – punch it down their throat but with a lack of running backs this week you'll you'll see some different stuff all right the or dockers run the option now we know what the option was at crandon it was which one of the guys in the t's getting the ball mm -hmm. it was pretty basic yeah good old country football yeah. is the or docker offense they've only gotten 33 points and given up 153 mm -hmm. so they've scored a few more than us but they've given up a lot more too what is going to be the key to shutting down the option? Now, you played both ways, yeah. right? Yep. Did you play corner or backer? I played safety. Okay. Yeah. So what's the key, Ethan Robin, to defensing the option? So the biggest thing in the option is um, the defensive ends need to stay home. They cannot fall for a fake handoff because then the quarterback's going to pull it and he's going to run for 100 it yards. It used to be three steps and hold. You, is that still the rule of thumb? You Defensive end should never even touch the fullback. Quarterback, 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 no matter what. And the goal is for the option to give him to the fullback, and he gets stuffed. But the thing is with the option, it's tricky because if one guy messes up one play, it's a, it, I mean, it's a huge play. The option, coaches said all week, they don't like going up against it. It's How about the outside linebackers? What's the key for them? And who's out there for us tonight? The outside linebackers are still going to be Aiden Lonsdorf and Jack Sanson out there. Um, they are watching the wing. They're going to cross-key the, the wing back. So not the fullback directly behind the quarterback, but the two other running backs to the side. So basically you've got the quarterback. Is he going to be operating out of the pistol or under center? They're mainly out of the pistol. They do have under center, though. Um, but it's generally all the triple option offense. So... Oh, he kicks it too, eh? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Pass, button, kick. All right. You take a look at that. So the backers key on the fullback, and the ends make sure that they don't find themselves in the backfield with somebody. So the ends have the outside contained. Yes, the ends have the outside contained. And then corners, they still do have a responsibility because they might run it, run it, run it all day, but then they'll hit you with a play action. So our corners... Do not cross the line. Of, do not leave your man until the ball crosses the line of scrimmage. It sounds like it looks great on paper. The challenge is when you see that quarterback and you figure, oh, this is like a, you know, this is like a good 16 ounce porterhouse yep. steak, yep. and then it's burned baby you burn. Know, you're burnt like toast. Yep. All right. On the offensive side, then who are we going to see at wideout? So Clapper's going both ways now. Going to be at safety on defense. Is he going to be more at tight end or more at wide receiver? 
he'll be more of a tight end look because tonight, you know, we're, we're still going to run a lot out of that double tight end formation, leaving one receiver, which we've still been rotating, you know, Aiden Houghton, um, Yvonne Amador, Keelan Allen, he's a sophomore. He's really impressed us in practice, and he's been balling out on JV, so he might get some looks this week. And then Clapper also could go out to receiver, so yeah. Well, we're going to take another break. It's Ethan Robin. It's the pregame show, and you're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> And welcome back to Jay Stadium, downtown Alabama. Please to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. The Flash, Ethan Robin, has got to head down for the national anthem. Trust me, you have never seen anybody move this fast after three knee surgeries and with a brace on. It's time for Robin's ruminations. Keys to the game. Let's start with the Blue Jays. What do they got to do on offense? So, obviously, we're missing our two lead backs with Henrik and Wikes out, but We've compensated for that. We put in some new formations. Um, you'll hear about those. And uh, we got Callum Wheeler back there. He's going to anchor it down. And our seniors, are they're, they're going to play hard tonight. This is a, probably their last night home game at Jay Stadium that they'll ever play. So th this is huge for us. And on the defensive side, we got some switch-ups there. We got Cla Clapper at safety. What do you see on defense to stop the Ordockers' triple threat? Defense, you know, there. If we stay tonight's going to come down to who stays more disciplined. If the more disciplined team is going to win tonight, we're both hungry for a win, and I think we can get it done tonight. It's going to be a great game. All right, Ethan Robin, Robin's ruminations, joining us each week for our pregame show. We'll be back after this with the kickoff. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. Since 1960, the Beacon in Merrill has been guiding Central Wisconsin to their great food and unique products. For over 64 years, the Beacon has supported the Merrill community, where you live, work, and play. Try the long-standing favorite fish and shrimp fries on Friday and Saturday, and their flavor-crisp pressure-fried chicken paired with homemade sides on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Beacon, proud sponsor of the Beacon Blue Jay Player of the Week at the corner of Joe Snow and Fairview Roads in Merrill. Call in your order to 715-536-4232. Bergner Contract Carriers in Merrill is a family-oriented company committed to providing great service and a desirable workplace. BCC now has openings for professional drivers. Must be 21 or older with a CDL and good driver record, along with hazmat and tinker endorsements. BCC offers excellent pay, flexible work schedules, health insurance, benefits, and your home every weekend and holidays. See more at bcctrucking.com. Bergner Contract Carriers wishes the very best to the Merrill Blue Jay athletes. Behind you all the way. For more than 125 years, Church Mutual Insurance Company has been protecting organizations that serve and inspire others. Over the years, we've branched out across the country, but we remain deeply rooted in Merrill, the community we've called home since 1897. At Church Mutual, we stand for good in all we do, and that includes our commitment to Merrill as a great place to live and work. We are proud to support Merrill's children, schools, and youth athletics. If you're ready to stand with us, check out the opportunities waiting for you at churchmutual.com slash jobs. And welcome back to Jay Stadium. I am downtown Alibaros. Pleased to be bringing you Merrill Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. Blessed again to have Ethan Robin, senior, wants to be out there. He's out there with his teammates right now on the field. We appreciate 
him and Coach Wadzinski. And, of course, Coach Guy, who will be up with us at halftime for all that they've done to make our broadcasts a little more informative. So right now, they're going to be an introduction of the Blue Jays. The Ordockers are out there on the field. They've been introduced. Ordockers are 0-5. Blue Jays 0-5. Next week, the Blue Jays have that long trek to Hayward. And as Ethan was saying, is that farther than Ashland? I don't know. I'll have to check the, the map. But after that, there's homecoming on the 7th. A 1.30 game and finishing up at Bozanee on the 13th. But right now, it's time to find out who's going to be out there. Remember, both Henrik with the head injury, there's Clapper introduced, and Wikes are out. There's Robin introduced right there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know the story, three knee injuries, the second one so debilitating they thought they might have to take Radical surgical action. He's hoping to be back for basketball, but Coach Wadzinski, Coach Palicki have made it possible for him to join us. There's the six seniors all introduced. And we're going to see, again, Lang back at fullback. And the Blue Jays run through the banner, shredding it. And they're out there at midfield, surrounded by the cheer squad, they're getting ready. The Blue Jays will be going from south to north and receiving at the start of the game. The flag is hanging limp at the pole and we're 30 seconds away. We'll take a quick 10 second break. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. Down in Valley Conference action, our friends at Bull Falls Radio 98.9 and WXCO 12.30. Chad Holmes has got the game. We'll keep you updated on the scores there. Was talking today with some of the people from D.C. Everest, a couple guys who are going to be setting out the beginning of the game. They're headed down to play the Raiders in Wisconsin Rapids. Of course, the uh, Evergreens are 4-1. and one. Wausau West is undefeated. Taking a look at the roster right now, kicking off. For the Ore Dockers is Owen Corby Nellis. He's going to kick off from the near hash mark. Deep for the Blue Jays looks to be Isaac Clapper. So we're going to see Wellner, Wheeler in the backfield. There's the kickoff. That's a line drive kick. Taking it to 18, 17-yard line, cutting up the near sideline. Looking for blocking. Oh, there's a nice move, and he gets up to about the 35. So let's see who has that one out there. And that is going to be for the Blue Jays. That's going to be Wellner, I believe. Yep, Wheeler. So Wheeler gets 18 yards on the kickoff return. And so the Blue Jays are going to start out at the near hash mark ball at the 35-yard line, 18-yard kickoff return. Lonsdorf, okay. Okay, thank you, Coach. We had another uniform change. Oh, this is a cluster left formation. Wow. Five guys to the left, a center and a left guard. There's the pass on the screen. Wheeler's got it, and oh, this one didn't fool anybody. This was the special formation that 
Robin saw, but this is going to be a loss of four for Wheeler on the reception. So there were four guys right inside the near sideline, and Wheeler was behind him, but the pass went behind him, and he went back. Clapper to the far side, second and make it 15. There's the handoff. Wheeler trying to get to the outside. He's got the corner turned. He cuts back nicely at the 40, 35, and Wheeler gets all the way up to the 40, so give Wheeler 10 yards on that carry. Wheeler gets 10, and that's going to put the Blue Jays in a third and five, so Wheeler gets 10, having lost five on the pass reception. So the ball's at the far hash mark at the 44. Give him nine on that carry. Ball just inside the near hash, far hash mark. Double tight end. Handoff, Wheeler. Wheeler's trying to turn the corner. He's got it, 45, 50, 45. And that's gonna be a Chips Hamburger first down. Wheeler turns that corner to the diminutive one. He's 5'7 and 160, but he's got the wheels. And so he's going to take it down to the 45-yard line, so give him another nine yards on the carry. Ball in the near hash mark. There's the handoff. Wheeler again. He's trying to turn the corner. He does it again. He got past the backer coming up on the near side. That was not sure. That number isn't on the list, but it was number 17. We'll see if we can get an update. So give Wheeler another five. Three carries for 23 yards. And the 5-7, 160-pounder has got it done. Clapper goes to the far side. Ball at the 40. Second and five. Near hatch mark. Wing left. And there's a flag Ooh, getting knocked as he tried to take it on his own to the short side. But we got a flag. It'll be a loss of one pending the penalty. And the ore dockers are being consulted. And it looks like uh, Gingras, the senior lineman, on the right side of their defense. And I think it's going to be five yards. One, two, three, four. Five. All right. <laughs> the official was a little tentative there, so that's going to make it second and 11. I did not see the call. I think it was procedure, however. So that's the first penalty against the Blue Jays, five-yarder. Second and 11, ball at the 46-yard line of the Ore Dockers. There's the handoff. Wheeler's looking to pick his way through, and he's going to get dropped there for a loss. He then ran to the short side, and that was jammed up nicely by the right side of the Or Doctor defense. So Wheeler had about as much room there as a parking lot in Chi-Town. And if you've never been to Chicago and never parked, you will not understand that one, but I have. That's going to make it third down and 13. Ball at the near hash mark at the 48-yard line. Clapper to the wide side. Yeah, there he is, up on the line making sure he's not offside. Backs on either side, motion to the right. Schmelzer, Schmelzer throws, incomplete. Coming from the left wing position for the Blue Jays, 
was Lonsdorf. So Lonsdorf, so that one's incomplete. And that's going to bring up a punting situation. And it looks like Lang is in to punt, standing at his own 40. Motion from right to left for Wheeler. Nice snap. Oh, there's a high kick. That one's going to come down inside the 20. It's a rolling, rolling, rolling. And that's going to be stopped somewhere around the seven-yard line, trying to get out of the way of it, but still get, touching it up there was Austin Depius, the center. But that is a beautiful punt of 41 yards. So the Blue Jays have pinned the Ordockers deep in their own territory. Now, as Ethan Robin said in the pregame show, and of course our time and score for Dave's County Market, downtown Merrill, Ethan Robin said the key to this is the defensive ends hold. The linebackers watch the fullback and don't go after the quarterback till he crosses the line. Wishbone formation. There's the handoff up the middle, breaking open. Right off the left tackle for the Ordockers. That's Brandis. And Brandis gets a chips hamburger first down, and he gets that ball all the way out to the 20. So give Brandis 13 yards on the carry. So they're in the wishbone formation. Lep-Lavi hands off, cutting back on the right side. That's going to be Vororinima. Marion made the tackle. So give him a gain of four. 8.56 left first quarter. No score on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Again, wishbone formation. Behind the quarterback, there's the handoff off tackle. Broke off left guard. He's going to get a first down up to the 35. It's going to be a 10-yard gain. And that's going to be Leak. So Leak gets 10 and another Chips Hamburger first down. Leask, excuse me. Ball at the 34-yard line. Wishbone formation. Wide receiver. Big boy coming to the near side, the wide side. There's the handoff. No, there's the pitch on the option. Coming up linebacker. Turning the corner. And getting into Blue Jay territory down to about the 49. 16 yards. And that's going to be Brandis. Excuse me, two carries, 29 yards, and another Ordocker first down. Balls at the near hash mark inside of Blue Jay territory. Slot left, two-thirds of the wishbone. There's the pitch, wide receiver, go, or right halfback wide, and he's going to get down, <coughs> down to about the, let's see where they put it, 
the 42-yard line. So give him seven yards on the carry. That's Brandis. Three carries for 36 yards. Second down, short four for the Ordockers. Far hash mark ball at the 42-yard line. Coming to the near side is Neft. Wishbone formation. Back to throw. He's looking. He's throwing deep. Oh, just through the hands. That one was broken up nicely. So we'll have to see if we're going to see more of that. So that was Craig. Check that. Leplavi, I believe. So Leplavi now tried to get it to Neff. So Neff's targeted once. There's the front on the left side, and that's going to be a first down. Brandis again, and he's going to get. He gets five yards and another Chips Hamburger first down. So four carries, 41 yards for Brandis. The Ordockers six carries for 55 yards on this drive. Rain starting to fall again. Weft wing handoff, cutting on the middle, cutting back, breaking through in the open field. He's inside the 20. That was a left wing counter play. And that's Gororoma, and he's going to get down. He'll get another first down, and he will get the ball 18 yards. So he has two carries for 22. Blue Jays need to stiffen now. Ball's just inside the red zone at the 20. There's the handoff, cutting to the right side, cutting back. Flag is down. I think it's going to be in the area of a hold. Referee threw it, and let's see what the call is. <laughs> Officials coming back on the near side. Flag is at the laundromat on the 20, and that's going to be a big one. It's going to be a holding penalty against Ashland. Their first one, 10 yards, takes it back to the 30. That's going to make it first and 20. So that takes a gain off the board. On our Dave's County Market scoreboard, 7.06 left. First quarter, Blue Jays three and out. Or Dockers marching from their own seven, now down to the Blue Jay 30. Wing each side, one back behind, motion, and uh, now Or Dockers are clapping. It looks like they're going to get five of them back. So the Blue Jays now have two penalties for 10 yards. Encroachment against the de defense. And the, the mic is working. <laughs> Lap Lavi comes up under center. Wishbone formation, double tight end. Hand off to the fullback. Ball is loose. Ball is loose. Quarterback have it, but recovering it. And that's going to cost them uh, a few yards. 
Wuorenma. So the fumble there, I think, was on Leplavi. So we're not going to give that one to Varenma. There's another handoff left side going wide. And that's going to be Brandis. He turned the corner again. Let's see how far he got. Give him about seven yards. So he's now got five carries for 51 yards. 48 yards, check that. So now it's third down and nine, likely four down territory ball at the Blue Jay 19. Stands are filled tonight. There's the handoff, trying to go right. Oh, hello, Federal coming up. Lonsdorf coming up, Wellner going down is, let's see who had that one. I think that was Lou. That's going to be a seven-yard loss for Vuarenma. So he's now got three carries for 15. Fourth down, wing left. Lapley lows back. He's under pressure, throws it in the flat. Brandis, and Brandis is going to get about four yards. And Eric Mann got out there. Laplavi was flushed from the pocket, rolling away from his throwing side, stopped. Brandis was there, but Mann was there to stop him at the 19. So it goes over to the Blue Jays with 5.51 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard in the first period. Wide receiver to the wide side. Handoff, trying to cut through that hole and getting stopped. No, he's still on his feet, but getting driven back. I think that's going to be Wheeler. So Wheeler's going to get no gain for the Blue Jays. Wheeler's run the ball now. Five times for 21 yards. Schmelzer, one for two for a five-yard loss to Wheeler. So Wheeler's been it. Going in right now for the Blue Jays on offense was Amador. He's the wide receiver to the far side. Second down and 10. Long count. Handoff. Quick handoff up the middle. Nice hit. Quick hitter off left guard. Lang's on the carry. He's back at fullback. When he was our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game, give Lang three yards. He got... Uh, And there's an official timeout and down for the one of the Blue Jays is down. Trainer's out there. He's on his stomach. Cannot tell who it is. We'll have to wait and see. We're going to take a quick timeout. 4.59 left in the first period. No score. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Jay Stadium. I am downtown Ollie Burroughs. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here in Blue Jay 96-3. Tommy Troyer, the senior running back, linebacker, 5'8", 175, comes off with a little limp. 
But that's going to bring up a third down and seven. 4.49, clock is running. There's a handoff to Wheeler, and he's taken down in the backfield. Trying to lead the way for the sweep to the far side was Depius, but he's going to go down for a four-yard loss. So Wheeler had 23 yards in the first three carries, but he's lost six on the last three. So back in punt formation is going to be Lang. Lang's foot a couple weeks ago earned him our Blue Jay Beacon player of the game. When he was moving to left tackle, his coach said he'll do whatever he's asked, and he's back punting. They've got double wideouts, five on the line. Motion from right to left. Lang, there's a nice one, a little bit shorter, but nice coverage. Oh, look at that bounce. Oh, that's bouncing halfway to Tomahawk at the 31-yard line. 40-yard punt for Lang. 41 and 40. Yeah, I know it had a nice bounce, but we'll take it. So that's going to put the Ordockers back starting at their own 32-yard line. 351 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Downtown Alleyboros, please be bringing you the game right here on Blue Jay 96-3. Ball at the 32-yard line. Hash mark near side. Motion right to left. There's Brandis cutting back, spinning. Man's in leading a host of tacklers. He's going to get about six more. So Brandis. <clears throat> Wellner also in on the stop. So those seniors getting a lot of playing time tonight on senior night. Remember, we're on the road next week up at Hayward, then back on Saturday the 7th, 1.30, kickoff, 1 o'clock for homecoming, and then finish up on the 13th on the road at Mosinee. Wide receiver to the near side, short side. There's Brandis again. Brandis is going to get across for another Chips Hamburger first down. And he'll get out to the 44, so give him six yards on the carry. Seven carries, 60 yards here in the first period. 2.58 left. Ball right in the center of the field at the 44-yard line of the Ordockers. Second drive for them. First one ended on turning over on downs at the 19th. The fine play by Mann. There's the handoff, breaking through the front line, cutting from left halfback out of the wishbone, and he's going to get up to the 49-yard line. Give him... Nine yards or five yards on the carry. Lafana, or I should say Veronima. Wide receivers in and out for the Ordockers. Ball just inside the near hash mark at the 48. Double tight end. Check that. Tight end split. Wing left. Handoff cutting back right side. And getting another first down down to about the 45-yard line. Seven yards. That's going to be Wyatt Lund. So Lund's going to get seven yards, and that's another Chips Hamburger first down. Seven for the Ordockers this period, but the Blue Jays bent but did not break on that first drive. Down two running backs with Hendrick and Wikes out for the week. 
Slot to the near side. Handoff. There's the counter again. Breaking through. Open field. Same play run from the other side. And again, that's Lund. And Lund is going to get, we'll call it, we'll call it eight. Two carries for 15 yards. Levy goes off, gets the play. Coming back, a minute 24 in our Daves County Market scoreboard. Remember to stay tuned at halftime for our Nicolay Bank halftime show when Guy Palicki will come up with his points to ponder. Again, the slot left. Oh, this time the handoff and still falling forward. He's getting close to the first down. I don't know if there'll be a measurement here. It's called first down. Eight first downs this period, so that'll be Lund again. So the Ordockers get four more starting at the Blue Jay 35, just about a foot inside the near hash mark. 55 seconds, clock running, first period, no score. Downtown Oliveros, pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96-3. Looks like the rain has stopped. Wishbone, double tight end. There's a handoff to Brand as he gets tripped up by that invisible 12th man. Brandis will get a yard. Eight carries now for 61 yards. Second and nine, 25 seconds left. We'll see if we get a, another playoff here in the first period. So lots of vertical action for the Ordockers, but the Blue Jays turned the tide at their own 19 just after the ball got into the red zone. 10 seconds left, clock is running. Slot to the left, very small slot. There's the pitch in the backfield. Oh, missing the tackle. That was unfortunately a missed tackle in the backfield for the Blue Jays. Beautiful form properly there and then just a shift of the hips. And Lonsdorf there. They're going to mark it, let's see, at about the 29-yard line. So... We'll give Brandis five on that one, but that's going to be the end of the first quarter, I believe. So they're properly marking the ball so they know where to turn it. Blue Jays were going from right to left, south to north. That's going to change. At the end of one, it is the Ordockers nothing, the Blue Jays nothing. And I'm keeping it right here because there's no timeout called. So what's the referee going to tell us? Oh, it's an illegal motion penalty against the Ordockers, and that'll make it second down. So that's going to cost them five, two penalties for 15 yards. So at the end of the quarter, it's scoreless. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> And welcome back to Jay Stadium. I got a correction from one of the coaches. There was the penalty. It was third down. It was an untimed play. And on the sweep to the right side, the Blue Jays stopped. Brandeis, check that, Veronima. And it's going to be about a two-yard loss for him. So that's going to bring up third down and a bundle. Thank you to the coaching staff for alerting me. I went to the break. And then they decided to have the untimed play. I thought you couldn't end a 
quarter or a half on a defensive penalty, but the ball is at the far hash mark at the 39-yard line. It'll still be third down, I believe. Third down and a bundle. The Ordockers have 14 yards to go. So the Blue Jays, with the help of a penalty and a beautiful open field tackle there. I believe that was man, but I'm not 100% sure, but it was a beautiful open field tackle. That corner gets turned. You could be looking at a big gain. Man is all over on defense for the Blue Jays at linebacker. And as Ethan Robbins said in the pregame show, he likes to hit people. So on our Daves County Market scoreboard, three timeouts apiece, no score as we start to second. One of the officials went down to the end zone. Now he's sprinting back. I have no idea why. Reminds me of the Charles Barkley, and I'm trying to remember. Uh, Pavetta race. And he said he could outrun an NBA ref. And if he did, it was by a nose because Pavetta took him up on it. 39-yard line, different sport, different time. End result, the official still won. Wide receiver to the far side, the short side. Wing to the left. Counter play from right wing, breaking through, breaking through. Brandis wrapped up nicely. Eric Mann again, and that's going to get about eight yards for Brandis. So that's going to bring up fourth down, ball at the 31. They got about uh, six yards to go. Slot, slot to both sides, full back behind Lap Lavi. He throws quickly, he hits his man, breaking through tackles. And getting down to about the 22-yard line. Ball's loose. Now let's see what we got. Oh, my goodness gracious me. The Blue Jay players say he took it away. Now we're wondering if forward progress is being called as stopped. And that's going to be the ninth for Chips Hamburger first down. And that's a 10-yard pass. Completion to Neft. So two for three for Lap Lavi and a first down at the Blue Jay 21. Fans wanted a, a fumble. Blue Jays clearly had it, but the officials did not concur with the home team's analysis. First and 10 for the Ore Dockers on the rove again. 11.05 till half on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Wide receivers both sides. There's the handoff to the fullback, and he's going to crush off right guard down to about, that's Lund. Give Lund a gain of four. He's got four carries for 21 yards. Ordocker's doing most of it on the ground. <laughs> 74 yards on 10 carries for Brandis. Laplavi comes back to the huddle with the play. Wide receiver to the near side is DeBryan. Senior wide out. There's the handoff. No, back to throws. Laplavi. Oh, my! 
Ball's loose. Let's see what they're calling it. <coughs> Excuse me. Lang was there on the tackle as well as Wellner. Now they're having another conference. The ball's at the 30, check that, the 28. Laplavi never had a snowball's chance in a microwave oven on a high. It's gonna be a 10 yard sack and loss at the very least. And again, so Laplavi fumbles it, but he gets a recovery. So he's had two fumbles and no recoveries. So the Blue Jays couldn't put a coin in the brake machine right now if they needed to. Ball's at the 28, it's third down and about 17 to go. Wide receivers in the slot both sides. Laplavi back three, throws, incomplete. Nice defensive play for the Blue Jays by Jace Olson. They're throwing the slant patterns every time and trying to get that slant receiver in front of the corners, and that's gonna be an incomplete pass. So Laplavi, two carries, two fumbles, minus 10. Fourth down and 16 from the 28. Wide receivers both sides, wing right. Laplavi back, flag is down. I don't think it'll be a delay of game Question is, were the Blue Jays offsides? We'll wait and see what the call is from the referee. Is there going to be a call? The ball's not moving. Oh, now there's no flag. It's been picked up. All right, 954 on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Fourth and 16 for the Ordockers from the Blue Jay 28. Wing to the left, now we got a whistle. And it looks like the Ordockers are taking a timeout. So we're gonna take one as well. 9.44 left until the half, no score. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> And welcome back to Jay Stadium, downtown Aliboros. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. Fourth and 16 from the 28. Laplavi takes it. He's fading back. He's fading. He's throwing that one. That was a Herculean heave, and nobody was there to bring it down. So the Blue Jays hold again. Bending, 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 but not breaking here on senior night. 9.38 left, Blue Jays take over at their own 28 yard line on the far side. Wheeler's carried all but one time. Wide receiver to the near side. There's Schmelzer, hands off to Wheeler. Wheeler's trying to pick his way through, but he's gonna get stopped at the line of scrimmage. The diminutive running back, he goes out right now. Let's see who else is coming in. Remember both Henrik and Wikes are out, coming in is Kalen Allen, the sophomore. Ethan Robin in our pregame show said, watch for Allen. Allen is coming to the near side. Clapper's tight end to the far side, double tight end. Running back to the right and behind Schmelzer. Takes, throws, 
almost picked off. He didn't quite jump the route, but he was right there was Chris Craig. So Schmelzer is one for three for negative five yards on that first play of the game when they came to the cluster left, I'm going to call it. Now checking in for the Blue Jays, Noah Clifford, sophomore running back and linebacker. Schmelzer checks the wrist. 8.56 left here. Blue Jays, third down and 10 at their own 28. Allen comes to the near side. Both Wheeler and Troyer's back in there, so he's all right. He's to the left. There goes Clapper in motion from left to right. High snap. Rolling to his right is Schmelzer. He's stopping, directing traffic. He's outside the tight end. Schmelzer continues to mature. You say, well, it was an incomplete pass. He directed traffic, and when he saw he had nowhere to go, he threw it away. That's going to bring up a fourth and ten, and Lang's going to be in to punt. But again, not getting the turnovers. So Lang is going to be back to punt, back to his customary number one. He's got two punts for 40-and-a-half-yard average right now. 8.48 left. Ball at the Blue Jay 28. A cluster of three on the right. Somebody's probably going to be in motion. They're keeping him out there. I'm sure Lang's itching to throw, but there's the kick. And he's kicking it toward the near side where the cluster is. Oh, it goes out of bounds at about the 47. So that's only going to be a 19-yard punt. No bounce there. But even though that's going to be a short field for the Ore Dockers, Lang made sure that there was no return. He kicked it to the side where there was the cluster of three. Now those three had all cut toward the hash marks, and that kick was outsided, but there was no return. So only a 19-yard punt. Ball at the near hash mark at the 47-yard line. Ore Dockers with nine first down to Blue Jays one. Double tight end. Referees waiting for some reason. Oh, having to properly clip. Chains at the 45. Double tight end. Handoff cutting from left to right again. Not getting much on that one. Is for Rinma. And he's going to get nothing. So now he's got six carries but only 18 yards. Laplevy goes out, gets the play, comes back into the huddle. 8-17 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. No score from Jay Stadium on senior night and tackle cancer night. Downtown Hollywood is pleased to be bringing you the action. Double tight end. There's the handoff and the wishbone. And getting out of it is Neft in the backfield. And he's going to get about three yards. Wellner was in there. Let's see if they're going to give him forward progress for four. That's going to be three for left. Neft, excuse me. I apologize. Neft gets three yards. So that's going to bring up a third down. Seven yards to go. 7.35 on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Double tight end and a wishbone. There's the fake. No, handoff up the middle. And getting down, let's see how far he goes. And that's going to be Fia Mancini. 
Theo Monsini is going to get about five. And that's going to bring up a fourth down and a long two. Ball's just across the 40-yard line at the near hash mark. Everybody's tight on the line. Wishbone formation. Blue Jays with a six-man front. There was motion, and the Blue Jays are giving the old hockey, you, 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 pointing, and this time the officials are going to concur, and that's going to be a critical penalty for the Ordockers. That's their third penalty for 20 yards. Check that fourth penalty for 25 yards total. Ball back to the 44-yard line, so that's going to make it fourth and seven for the Ordockers. There, Laplavi's hustling back in with the play. 6.40 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Third drive for the Ordockers. Bending but not breaking twice. The Blue Jays stopped them. Their third, fourth down. Ordockers 0 for 2. Laplavi's back. He's looking deep. He's throwing out. And he's got his man at the 32 down to the 20. 18. He beat the coverage of Olsen. And down to the 16-yard line, a 28-yard pass. And that's going to be Brandis, I think. But that one came out of the backfield into the flat on the right. First and 10. There's the handoff cutting inside. Going down to about the five-yard line and another first down. That'll be the 11th first down for the Ordockers. So it's hard to tell who had the carry there. I think it was Lund, and he's going to get about... 12, and it's first and goal for the Ordockers. Then handoff going right into the end zone is the fullback, and that's going to be Lund. And so Lund's going to get in from the about the four-yard line, so he gets four yards and a touchdown with 5.47 left in the second. Lund with a four-yard run. And the Ordockers are going to go for two. No, check that. They've got their kicker out there. And that's Corbine Nellis, 5'9", senior, running back, defensive back. Snap is down, kick is up. It is long, it is high, and it is good. And... That will take the score to 7-0. So the Blue Jays on the fourth down. The pass out of the backfield. 6.31 left in the second quarter. Spash leading Walsall West 7-0. Bull Falls Radio 98.9, our good friend Chad Holmes. You got two ears, give him one and give me the other for the Blue Jays right now. 5.47 left in the half. That fourth down pass out in the flat, getting out of the backfield. That was the first time Lap Levy's really had much time to throw. 
So let's see what the Blue Jays can do right now. Three timeouts left, plenty of time. Wheeler took the kickoff, put a kickoff, 18 yards. Wheeler and Wellner are going to be back deep for the Blue Jays along with Amador. So Amador's on the near side, Wheeler's on the far side, and Wellner's kind of in between. Now they're going to the far side, so this one's a little offset because the Ore Doctors kicker, Corby Nellis, is from the far hash market ball at the 40, of course. 547 Daves County Market scoreboard. That one's coming to the near side, and they're trying to chase it down, and there's going to be a flag, and that'll take it out to the 40. So they tried to kick it across, and it spun out of bounds before the near side kick coverage team could recover it. So let's see where they're going to put the ball right now. I believe it goes to the 40. Because if they're putting it out at the 35, there's uh, no advantage for the Blue Jays for never getting a chance to field it. And it's an illegal procedure penalty. It comes out to the 40. Check that. So 6.31 left. Check that here. 5.43 left. Ordocker 7. Blue Jays nothing. Ball at the 40-yard line at the near hash mark. Clapper tight end left. Wing left. Running backs offset next to and behind Schmelzer. There's the handoff, Lang, oh, and he's met at the line of scrimmage and driven back. So Lang, two carries for three yards. So that's going to bring up a second down and 10 for the Blue Jays. 5.25, clock running. Remember to stay tuned at the half. Coach Guy Palicki with Palicki's points to ponder. And, of course, Nicolay Bank bringing you the halftime show each week right here on Blue Jay 96.3. Schmelzer goes left, tries to get it. Oh, he cuts back. Beautiful. Open field. 45. He's trying to get past. He does. He breaks a tackle. Gets up to about the 49-yard line. He's going to be close. So that's going to be Schmelzer. What a play by Schmelzer. Let's see if they're going to give him. They're going to give him nine. Schmelzer tried to take it on the naked, well, it wasn't a naked bootleg left. He saw an opening, and he cut back to the open field. Beautiful run, good thinking. Now it's third down and one. Wide receiver left. No flag. Schmelzer, he gets it. Schmelzer bounces off the tackler and falls forward. And... I'm thinking it's going to be a Chips Hamburger first down. So Schmelzer will get the get two yards. It's right at midfield, just at the near hash mark. 4.46 left, three timeouts for the Blue Jays. Amador goes to the far side. Clapper tight end left. Lang, excuse me, Lonsdorf, wing right, backs behind Schmelzer, and there's going to be a whistle. It's going to be a timeout taken by the Blue Jays, and we will as well with 4.26 left till half. The Ordockers 7, the Blue Jays nothing. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3.
and welcome back to Jay Stadium, downtown Alleyboros. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football, 446 on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Make it 26, first and 10 for the Blue Jays at midfield. Schmelzer has running backs to each side. Wing right. Schmelzer hands off. Trying to get to the outside is Lang, and he's going to get stopped. He got strung out, and he's going to lose about three yards. So three carries now for no yards. Lang, Wheeler, and Schmelzer with two carries for 11. And one for four with for a negative five yards. So 4.03 left. Second and 10. Ball back at the 48-yard line. So that's going to be a two-yard loss. So three carries for one yard for Lang. Two for 11 for Schmelzer. Seven for 17. Schmelzer hands off. Oh, it looked like Wheeler's going to go for the throw. And he's going to get into Ordocker territory down to about the 49. So give him three yards. So Wheeler now has eight carries for 20 yards. Started out very nicely, but he's been contained. Has not been get to the outside to use that speed. Amador goes to the far side. Lonsdorf in the slot. No, check that. Lonsdorf wide. Clapper double wing. Troyer to the right of Schmelzer in the pistol. Back. Got plenty of time to throw. Now he throws toward the sideline, and they're going to give him the catch. It's going to get about five yards. That was Clapper. And that's going to take it to about, make it seven yards. So two for five for two yards in the passing department. But again, those two running plays by Schmelzer put him in this position. Fourth down and five at the Ordocker 45. Ball on the near hash mark. Lonsdorf will be to the near side. Clapper to the far side. So Lonsdorf at the wing. Running backs offset to the left of Schmelzer. He's going to hand off Wheeler. Wheeler's going to try and turn it up inside. And no going there. He's going to lose two yards, and that ball's going to go over on downs. So 2.42 left. Each team has two timeouts. And the Blue Jays turn it over on downs. Let's see where they're spotting it. It's about the 46-yard line. Check that, the 47. So he did lose a couple. And so the Ordockers have 2.41 on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Late tight end coming in on the left side is Nellis. There's the handoff, trying to go off the left side. Not much going. Man was there, stuffing Brandis. So Brandis gets one yard. He had those two carries for 29 at the start. He's now got 11 carries. 39, 46, 66, 75 yards. 11 for 75. Double tight end. Wishbone. Handoff. Going up for fullback. And he's breaking into the open field. He's down inside the 30. That's Fiaccini. Check that. Fia Mancini. 
and he gets down to the 32-yard line. So he's now got two carries, and that is the 12th first down for the Ordockers. Another Chips Hamburger first down. Ball at the 33, so give him 15. Ball at the far hash mark. Minute 49 left. There's the handoff. All getting stuffed by a host of Blue Jays. Fia Mancini, and he's going nowhere on that one. Three carries for 20 yards. Clock is running, minute 27. Ordockers have two timeouts left. Wondering why there is chewing the timeout, but double tight end, wishbone, handoff. Oh, look at that. Eric Mann just met Vora Renma. And that was another stop, two in a row for no gain against him. Fullbacks changing up, Lund goes in and Fia Mancini goes out. Third and 10, 55 seconds left, not taking the timeout. Double wing formation, fullback behind, does the blocking, there's the throw underneath. And that's gonna get down to about the 28-yard line and a timeout is called. So that's going to be five yards on that. And that's a timeout for the Ordockers. They've got 37 seconds left. I think that was Neft on the completion. He's got two for 15. Brandis, the 28-yarder that set up the touchdown. 7 nothing. Ashland leads Merrill on senior night and tackle cancer night. It's turned out to be a good night for football. Just a short, light drizzle. So the ball is at the 27-yard line. Downtown Oliver is pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96-3. As Ethan Robbins said in the pregame show, this is the Blue Jays' chance. And they have held on the first two drives, turned it over on fourth down. Now, Corbin Nellis would have about a 40-some-odd yard field goal if they miss. So it's fourth down and four. Well, if they don't get it, there it is. Back, pumps, throws, deep, overthrew Brandis, and that's going to be incomplete, and the Blue Jays hold again. Three times they have stiffened and held the Ordockers on downs. They trail only 7-0 with 31 seconds left. Brandis beat both receivers by a step or two, but unfortunately, well, fortunately for the Blue Jays, for the Ordockers, Lap Levy, who is three, check that, four for eight for 47 yards. We'll see what the Blue Jays do. They've got Lonsdorf to the near side, Clapper in the slot, double wing. In the pistol, Schmelzer, nice snap, he hands off, trying to get up the middle, Wheeler breaks the tackle, he's trying to turn the corner, he does, he's across the 40 and out of bounds. At about the 42 yard line, 23 seconds left, give him 15 yards and a Chips Hamburger first down. So that's Wheeler's longest carry. He broke through the line and then got to the outside. 
So the Blue Jays have a first down at their own 42-yard line ball at the near hash mark. 23 seconds left, but two timeouts. And I'm sure Coach Wadzinski told him. Amador goes left. Lang in the slot. Clapper in the slot. Lonsdorf to the near side. There's the snap. Back. Schmelzer looks. Sets. Moving beautifully in the pocket. Stops again. Looks. Throws. Incomplete. But I will tell you there, Jacob Schmelzer continues to show the maturity. Continues to show that maturity. He may be two for six for two yards. And now the Ordockers take timeout, which makes a little sense. But that was an incomplete pass, so I don't know what they're planning to do. 14 seconds left. Blue Jays 58 yards away from pay dirt. Coach Wadzinski, I'll tell you, Jacob Schmelzer rolled to the right, stopped three times, looked, set, and he tried to thread the needle to Clapper at about the 40-yard line of the Ordockers. It was incomplete, but there was no way this side of the town of Maine that anybody was going to grab that one. That's Schmelzer learning. I mean, you want to talk about on-the-job training. As Ethan Robbins said before the game, they thought he was going to be the quarterback, and Schmelzer would have another year to learn. But this is on-the-job training, and he is up to it. So second and ten, Blue Jays. Now it says the Blue Jays still have two timeouts, so. Same formation, 42-yard line, near hash mark, Ordockers out of timeouts. Motion, Amador from left to right. It's a trips right now. Schmelzer rolls nicely, throws, and yeah, is he going to get? No, incomplete to Clapper at the 45, so that's going to be incomplete. Clapper was targeted there. So there's a couple times that the ball was clearly thrown away. He's now two for seven for two yards, but do not, it's like the Wizard of Oz, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Schmelzer is learning his poise in the pocket is exceptional. The rest of it will come. Third and ten. Eight seconds left on the clock. Same formation. Hands off to Wheeler. Wheeler goes up the middle. And he's going to get to the 45. Are they going to take a timeout? No. So three yards for Wheeler, and that's going to be the half. We will be back after this with our Nicolet Bank halftime show at the half. It is the Merrill Blue Jays trailing the Ashland Ordockers on senior night and tackle cancer night, 7 nothing. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> Welcome back to Jay Stadium. I am downtown Alley Burroughs. Pleased to be bringing you the Nicolet Bank halftime show and the man without whom the show would not be what it is. He is Guy Palicki. Guy, thanks again. Before we get to your points to ponder, did the freshman have a game this week? 
Yeah, we we took a drive up to uh, Ashland last night. And okay, now now Ethan, Robin, and I were talking to pregame show. Which is longer, the trip we take to Hayward next week or the trip to Ashland? I think miles wise, the trip to Ashland is longer, but there's no good way to get to Hayward. <laughs> you go. Do you, you remember what we used to say? You can't get there, there from, from here. here. That's so. You, there's a part of Hayward trip that once. We go, you go up 13, you get to five field, you get to 70, and then it becomes County Road Alphabet Soup to get there. So Come and listen to my story. <laughs> yeah, no, it's All right, not speaking of stories, the story of the first half is three times out of four, the Blue Jays bent and bent and bent, and the Ordockers turned it over on downs. What did you see? I, I saw the classic bend, don't break defense. Uh, there, Ashton came out in the classic wishbone which is assignment football. Someone has to be on the fullback, someone has to be on the quarterback, someone has to be on the pitch man. And we gave up some yards, but when when it came to, to crunch time, we, we bowed up and, and those guys are, are showing showing their worth tonight. You know, Eric Mann has been all over Heaven's Half Acre tonight. Oh, absolutely. And, and he, he, he's a high motor guy. I mean, it, he's, he's a kid that he has no quit in him. And, Does and he, he get Saturday morning breakfast in bed, Coach? Oh, uh, he should if he can even get out of bed being so sore after a Friday night Talk, game. Talking about that, we're down Henrik. We're down E.J. Wikes. I'll tell you, I watch Jacob Schmelzer. He's even better than last week. I don't give a hoot in Hortonville that he's got two yards directing traffic. Those two runs when he cut back, got the first down on that second run. He's got what it takes. He, he, you're, you're really starting to see the development and the maturity there. I think the game is slowing down for him, and you, you, he's making good decisions. Um, he, he's not trying to force it, which as a, as a high school coach, if, if you got a kid that can say, you know what, I, I'm going to live to play another day, another down, that is all. Oh, but that, when that's he tried golden. to put that one in and thread the needle, he put it in a place that there was nobody who was going to pick that one off? Exactly, and that and that's as you know. I mean, the the, the worst thing that can deflate you are turnovers in high school football. Yeah, and, and he's been protecting the and, ball and, tonight. And I said the uh, couldn't uh, the the Blue Jays couldn't buy a break from the change machine. No, honestly, uh, though, two, yeah, the, the, those two went on the turf, and the second one looked for sure like that would belong to us, except for that breakdown with Brandis cutting from the halfback, getting into the flat cross yes. field, yes. the defense bent, 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 stopped. Now, we, we're minus Henrik, we're minus Wikes. Lang is back. Lang is happy. He's back to number one. I saw that, too. <laughs> go, go. On my roster, I'm going, okay, who's number one? Uh, yeah. oh, oh, Brody's back. Okay, yeah. I saw the, I saw and, the and, goggles. And, yep. and uh, we got blocked again on defense. Uh, the, the back of the week is, is Wheeler, 5'7". He reminds me of some of those scat backs who do returns in the pros. Oh, he, he, he reminds me of a Darren Sproles. If you remember, Darren Sproles played at Kansas State, played for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, he, he's compact. We, we, don't, we don't call guys like that short. You know, he's compact, and he brings a punch. Yeah, but he's not Nottingham, the human bowling ball. <laughs> that is true. You know, he doesn't need much room to run. He's a kid that can plan his foot, and he'll, he's got speed. And then he also has the toughness to break a tackle. 11 carries, 36 yards unofficially, so he's done the bulk of the work. So we see that we had one play that changed it on a fourth down, and now we get to Palicki's points to ponder. By the way, I wish this were TV. 
I was waiting for the 5-0 theme. <laughs> the Hawaiian but, yes, shirt tonight. Uh, yes, the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. we got to tell everybody it's tackle cancer night. Talk about what the Blue Jays are doing in that area. Well, the, the Blue Jays are wearing uh, pink home jerseys for uh, tackle cancer night, cancer awareness. And the only pink I have in my wardrobe is my Hawaiian shirt with pink flowers and pink flamingos. And cancer, you know, you talk to anyone, it's, it's touched many lives. It, it took both my parents. My sister is a breast cancer survivor. And, you know, the more awareness that we can do for this, you know, it's, 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 it's like unity. And it, that's what you want. That's what you want. So, as important as that is for six seniors, including Ethan Robin, who's become our pre-game go-to guy. Uh, Troyer went down and he get back out there again. It looks like we got through the first half without being nicked up too badly. What are the points to ponder, Coach Flypolik? Well, the points to ponder are, you know, the guys that are replacing, like the guys that you mentioned who are out, are are stepping up. You know, it's it's that old it's cliche, but it's next man up. Uh, Quentin Tomachik is is playing on defense, and he's got a number of tackles tonight. Jace Olson cracked the starting lineup, and he's he's playing aggressive. He's a, he's an athletic kid. Um, couple things I noticed you mentioned the referees earlier um, during that drive when we, we, when we withheld the three blind mice because that's five. true but my, my stance as a coach is I, I refs are gonna make bad calls but one thing I noticed on that drive is it united the guys they, it's kind of like okay you want to play that way okay here we go let's go and they did speaking of that we're getting a good clean game tonight a couple penalties only one hold Players are getting better as they move further into the year. But when you're not going through like we did with a couple of those games with 100-plus yard penalties and guys getting knocked halfway to Ashland. By the way, when you got to Ashland, how did the game go? Uh, we, we went up there and we got the W. We took down the JV2 Ashland Ordockers. Uh, 20 to 14. And, oh, yes, yeah, and they uh, didn't ship you out with the next load of ore. No, and the ironic thing was I told the boys, because I'm, I'm an up-north guy, I said, oh, just wait. When we get to Ashland, that wind will be off the lake, and it'll be nice and cool, and it was, I think, 87 degrees at kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so the only guys who won were the water vendors. Oh, I sweat the they, whole game. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got to get our points to okay. ponder, Guy Palicki. What are we looking for in the second half? Well, I, I think offensively, um, we we got to open up a little more holes for for Cal, which will open up the pass game. Um, they need to continue, like you said, um, playing a clean game. We're not hurting ourselves tonight, which is why we're in a in a one score game right now. And you know, again, it comes back to consistency and the growth of, of finishing a drive. And I and I think that can happen defensively. You know, if we can continue that bend don't break and play assignment football. And, you know, the, the, they're, you know, one thing that's tough when you coach is if, if you're winless this time of year, sometimes it's, it's hard to, to come out and, and really yeah, give Yeah, but at least best. you don't have the people on talk radio calling for your job. <laughs> what, the old saying, what, two, t two kinds of coaches, ones that are going to be hired and ones that are going to be fired, right? Yep. But, uh, no, they came out tonight. You know, they, 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 they're hungry for that win. It's a good group of kids. And, and th th there's fight in them, and they're going to keep fighting, and they're going to give everything they have, which is all you can ask for as a coach. Well, i got to ask you one more thing, Guy Palicki, before we call it. Will Siri talk to me and tell me how to get to Hayward next week, or do I have to hang on the back bumper of the bus? Oh, you can follow me. I know how to get there. All right. Guy Palicki, <laughs> Palicki's Points to Ponder. Right. Thanks for joining Always us. Always a pleasure, Ollie. We'll be back with more of our Nicolay Bank Halftime 
show after this. 7-0 or Dockers at the half. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. Welcome back to Jay Stadium. I am downtown Oliveros. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. I'll tell you, we got the finest crew anywhere north of Wausau with our very good friend Chad Holmes telling us right now, Spash 7 West nothing at the half. This one is smelling like a potential upset, but Pink Power is about to hit the field again as the Blue Jays warm up in the second half. Not much scoring in the first half. At 547 of the second after a long pass to Brandis from Lap Levy. Lund went in from four yards out. And Corbin Nellis with the conversion. Three times out of four, the Blue Jays bent and held on defense. Still looking for that elusive touchdown today. Couple of times. The ball hit the turf for the Ore Dockers. Looked like recoveries. The officials did not see it as yours truly did. But the Blue Jays held each time. Save that one. So as we get to the second half, again, at the half, the stats, three carries, one yard for Lang, two carries for 11 yards for Schmelzer. 36 yards on 11 carries for Wheeler. One, two for seven for two yards for Schmelzer, but he continues with Clapper, one carriage for seven. Wheeler on the first play, one for five yard loss. Wheeler with an 18 yard kickoff return and three punts for 100 yards, so 33 yards a kick for Lang. After getting 29 yards on the first two carries, 46 yards on nine carries for the next nine. So 75 yards on 11 carries for Brandis. Two carries for negative 10 with fumbles for Lap Levy. Liasek had one carry for 10. Veronema had 18 yards on seven carries. Lund. 43 yards and a touchdown on six carries. Neff, one carry for three yards. Fia Minici, three carries for 20. Four for eight for 47 yards for Neff, or for uh, Lap Levy. Neff, two carries for catches for 15. Brandy had one for four, and Brandis, that big one on fourth down for 28 yards. So as we get ready for the second half, officials are huddling on the Blue Jay, right at the 50-yard line. Blue Jays will be kicking to start the second half. They should be going, I believe, from south to north. Again, the flags are now standing smartly with the wind coming out of the north. So Lap Levy and the Ore Dockers will have the wind in the third. Now, as we had Palicki's points to ponder, as Guy Palicki joined us again, congratulations, freshman, for that win and making it back from Ashland the same day you left. Uh, I should say uh, Hayward. 
The keys right there are going to be keying. Who's got the quarterback, who's got the fullback, and who's got the pitch man in the wishbone. And again, we appreciate Ethan Robin joining us. Tough night for the senior, wants to be out there. He's still hoping to get back for some time at basketball. But we appreciate Coach Wadzinski allowing him to join us for our pregame show all season long. Getting ready to kick off for the Blue Jays, I believe is going to be Klug. Let's take a look. He's back. Even uh, Troyer got nicked up and get back in. Noah Klug, the sophomore, 5'10", 195-pound lineman. He'll be kicking the ball from the near hash mark. We can feel the wind blowing in now. So that wind's my guess is right now about 15 plus miles per hour. So we'll see if Klug puts this one on the ground rather than putting it up there and possibly check that. Yep, there it is. Oh, a nice kickoff. Down to the 22, coming up to the 30, 35. Just short, 11 yards. That was one of the up linemen, but you wouldn't have known he was a lineman. On that one, that was Nellis, senior linebacker. So Nellis gets 11 yards up to the 33-yard line. So Lap Levy, four for eight for 47 yards. Ball at the 34. Fia Massini is at the fullback. Lap Levy's got double tight end. Hands off to Brandis. Oh, shooting the gap and meeting him. Hello, Federal, with the stop right there. Grutzmacher, the junior 6'2", 205 pound lineman. And that's gonna be a yard loss for Brandis. He came in and just leveled him, stood him up and dropped him. Lap Levy comes back to the huddle. Remember to stay tuned at the end of the game for our Dave's County Market post-game show and be sure to stay with us immediately to game to find out which player will be named the Blue, Blue, yeah, Beacon Blue Jay player in the game. And there's the ball on the ground. And the Blue Jays get this one. That's Eric Mann with the fumble recovery. And I think that was Brandis. So Brandis is going to get nothing. And a fumble and man with the recovery. That one was no doubt. And that's going to give the Blue Jays a shorter field. It'll be first down at the Orr Docker 35. So the Blue Jays get the first turnover of the game, trailing 7-0. Again, our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game is brought to you by the Beacon with over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community. Double tight end, handoff, coming out of the tailback spot. Let's see who's got that one. See who got the carry there. And that's going to be, I think that's going to be Allen. No, that's Houghton. We were told, give Ethan Robin another one. So Houghton's going to get two. Troyer heads in. So Houghton gets two. Second and eight, ball at the 34-yard line. So it's a short seven. Lonsdorf. Wing left, almost like a second tight end. There's the handoff, trying to get again at the middle. 
Ball's down. Let's see who's got that one. Yep, that's again going to be Houghton. So the Blue Jays getting some fresh legs out there. Give Houghton another two. Third down and six. Ball at the 32-yard line on the near hash mark. 10.03 left in the third quarter. Blue Jays following the Eric Mann fumble recovery. Third down and six. Ball at the near hash mark. Double tight end. Everybody behind Schmelzer in the pistol. Takes the handoff, going from the right side, cutting back. And let's see who's got the carry there. That's going to be Wellner. And Wellner's going to get about three, and that's going to bring up a fourth and three. Ball at the 29-yard line. Blue Jays got to get to just beyond the 27, so... It's a long two yards. Double tight end. Bracks either side of Schmelzer. Tailback. Schmelzer's taking it. He's hit. He's hit again. And he tries to spin forward. And he's going to get it on a second effort. Oh, what an effort by Jacob Schmelzer. And I can see where they're going to spark it. And so they're going to mark it short. They're going to say he went back at the 27. So Schmelzer gets two, but not quite enough. So the Ordockers hold, and they will get the ball at their own 28-yard line. But Schmelzer took the hit in the backfield, spun forward twice, and I thought he got close to the 26, which would have been a first down. But alas, just outside the 27. Wide receiver to the left. Wishbone behind Lap Levy. He hands off to Brandis. Brandis cutting right to left. So Brandis fumbled it last time. Two carries for minus one. We'll give him a yard. So he's got three carries in a yard. Far cry from that 11 for 75. In the first half, but remember the Palicki points to ponder. Everybody's got a key on a man in the wishbone. They have only run three pitch plays, and nobody's broken one wide. Wide receiver to the near side, the short side. Wishbone behind Lap Levy. There's the pitch to Brandis, trying to cut inside. He gets across the 30, and he's going to be stopped at about the 31-yard line. So give him two yards. The Blue Jays are tightening up that defense. Let's see where they spot it. Do we have a flag? I did not see the flag. Now there's the flag. And it's going to be a penalty against the Ordockers, I think for illegal motion. No, holding. So they're going to take this one. So the Ordockers now, that's their fifth penalty for 35 yards. But two holding penalties. That's going to take it back to the 19-yard line. So that's going to set up a second down and a whale of a long ways to go, 19 yards. So Lap Levy's had a couple of successes. 
And this time he's got the fullback behind him. Slots to both sides. Back to throw. Sets. Throws. And there's a pickoff. That's picked off right there at the 27. Nobody was home except in the flat, Kelvin Allen. And that's an interception. Allen with the pick. So that's two second half turnovers. No return because he was on the ground, but from the near hash mark at the 27 with 7.59 on our Dave County Market scoreboard. Remember that Beacon BUJ player of the game is brought to you by Beacon with over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community. Blue Jays with a double tight end. Running backs either side. Hand off to Wheeler. Cutting in. I think that's Wheeler. Let's see if it's Wheeler or Wellner. That's Wheeler, and he wheels off left guard. And he's going to get about five. So Wheeler's got five there. First carry of the second half. Double tight end, running backs astride. Schmelzer, Wheeler a tailback. Again, Wheeler, check that. That is Amador, I think, in the backfield. Let's see who's got the carry there. Straight off the left guard. Yep, that was Amador on the carry. Lonsdorf. So Lonsdorf. And that's going to be third down and one. There's the handoff. This time coming to the near side. That's going to be Wheeler. And that's going to get down to about the 15. And that's going to be a first, first down of the second half for the Chips Hamburgers. So Lonsdorf got three on that last one, and that's gonna be five for Wheeler. Two carries for 10 yards and a first down. Blue Jays, there's a handoff. There it is from the tailback spot again. And this time carrying it down there, I think is Allen. Nope, that's Lonsdorf again. So Lonsdorf picks up about two. That's gonna set up a second and eight. 6.47 here. Blue Jays knocking at the door. Ball at the 17, trailing 7-0. Lonsdorf to the left. Wheeler at the tailback. Double tight end. Schmelzer in the pistol. Hands off to Wheeler. He's got open field. He cuts back nicely. He's inside the 10. And down to about the 6. He'll be close to a first down. Give him seven yards, three carries for 17 here. And this is gonna be a third down and a long one ball at about the seven yard line. 6.07, clock running, third and two, ball at the eight. Coach Wodzinski rotating his running backs. He's got Wheeler at the tailback. Schmelzer in the pistol. Schmelzer takes it, goes up the middle. He's inside the five, and that's going to be a Chips Hamburger. First down, let's see, he gets down to about the three. So we will give Schmelzer five, two carries for seven yards. Wheeler goes out. 
Schmelzer's looking for the play. He's got Lonsdorf in the backfield. Blue Jays first and goal at the four. First time inside the five in several weeks. Schmelzer, hands off, tailback. Oh, Lonsdorf's gonna get dropped immediately. So second down and goal, ball stays. Give him a yard, he got it down to about the three. So three carries for six yards. Four down territory, absolutely. Ball at the three. Double tight end. Troyer to the left of Schmelzer. Lonsdorf at tailback. Schmelzer in the pistol. There's the handoff. Keeps it himself. He's headed in. He's got pay dirt. He's got pay dirt at 441 of the third. Schmelzer gets pay dirt. He stepped back. A beautiful drop step. Schmelzer goes in. Three yard run. And the Blue Jays are going for two. They're going up. Same formation, two point conversion try. Trailing by one. There's the handoff. Lonstar's trying to cut back and he's gonna get nowhere. So Lonsdorf on the two-point conversion run fails. So the Blue Jays were going for all the marbles there and they trail 7-6 now with 4.41 left in the third. <coughs> Pardon my voice. The Blue Jays get their second touchdown of the season but that was a tough call I don't think that was an option. That was a straight tailback run the whole way. And Lonstar's going to have a little more size than Wheeler and a little more power, but he was just stood up by the left side of the Ordocker line. So here we are on senior night. Tackle cancer. Your opportunity to help support the community in so many ways. And the Blue Jays going to have Clue kicking off. Now that wind is still coming out of the north. It's still a beautiful night for football. Not that 87 degrees that Guy Palicki had in Hayward. No, 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 no cool wind off the lake. So we'll see what Kluge does. Last time he got it down to the up man, Nellis, who got an 11-yard return. So let's see what Kluge does this time. And he kicks that one on the ground. Same guy, same place. 24, going cross field, 32-33. Breaks a tackle. Ball's loose. And I think he fumbled it out of bounds. So let's see where they spot it. They're going to spot it up at the 38. So give him 16 yards. He fumbled it but recovered it. So two turnovers by the Ordockers. Second one, the Blue Jays converted 441. Schmelzer with a three-yard run, but the two-point conversion run failed. So the Blue Jays right now 
A face mask penalty against the Blue Jays, and that's going to take a big one, 15 yards. Now that's Merrill's sixth penalty for 50 yards, and that's going to take the ball all the way up into Blue Jay territory, I think. And that's going to be sparted all the way down at the Blue Jay 46. Wide receivers to both sides. Laplevy's got the wishbone behind him, but the wide receivers are there. There's the handoff up the middle and plowing forward down to about the 40-yard line. Lund on the carry. Lund had the touchdown run in the first. Give Lund five yards. 37 yards on six carries and a touchdown for Lund in the first. Double wide receiver, there's a whistle. And Blue Jays call timeout. We'll take one as well. On our Daves County Market scoreboard with 3.57 left in the third quarter. It is the Ordocker 7, the Blue Jays 6. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96-3. 3.57 left in the third. Blue Jays trailing 7-6. Second down and five. Ball at the 40. There's a handoff up the middle again. And again, that's going to be Lund. And Lund's going to get down to about the 38. Let's see where they spot it. No. The 41, they're saying his knee went down, so Lund gets nothing there. So 3.54 left. Oh, an equipment violation. One too many chin straps. <laughs> so that'd still be second down and five. Brewers beating the Marlins 16 to one. There's a handoff up the middle. That's gonna be a Chips Hamburger first down. Let's see where that one's, who had that one. That was Brandis, and he's gonna get down to about the 34, so Brandis gets seven. He's got five carries for 10 yards here in the second half, but that's gonna be the 13th first down for the Ordockers. There's the handoff up the middle. That's Lund again. They're just going to grind it out now till the Blue Jays can put a stop to it. They're splitting them out, which takes the linebackers out. The final score, Milwaukee 16, Miami 1. The only ones happy there are the Cubs. Well, the Brewers are too. So Lund's going to get two yards on that one. Three carries for seven yards. Second and eight, ball at the 32-yard line. Two wide receivers that spreads out the backers, but we got a whistle. And I'm not sure if we have a timeout. There's a flag on the far side of the field. A lot of laundry starting to fly. A false start. So that is the seventh Ordocker penalty. 30 yards on three penalties this half. And four penalties for 25 in the first half. So that's going to set it back to a second and 13. Again, wide receivers each side. That's opening up the lanes, forcing the backers out. Now there's the handoff and trying to go down 
Eric Mann on the stop, and let's see who had that one. And that's again going to be three yards for Lund. So four carries for 10 yards. Brewers offense, they'd like to bang about 12 of those runs. We want to see some runs stopped here. Two wide receivers, wishbone behind Lap Levy. Handoff on the counter, nice push forward and getting down to about five yards. And that is going to be Villa Verde. Jackson on the stop. Checks Jax Hansen. So that's gonna set up a fourth down and four. So the Villa Vendi gets seven. So fourth and four. Blue Jays have held three out of four. Ball at the 30. One wide receiver. There's the handoff, and the Blue Jays did it again. Ball's down on the ground. Lonsdorf's got it. That's a fumble. Lonsdorf gets the fumble return. It was going to go over on down. So that's three turnovers, but the Blue Jays held again. I think that one was dropped by Brandis. And so the Blue Jays have three third quarter turnovers and they're gonna take over first and 10 near hash mark, 32 yard line trailing seven six. There's the handoff cutting up the middle, nice hole. Wheeler shoots through. Then Nellis makes the stop, let's see how far they give him. That's gonna be a good five for Wheeler. So he's got three carries for, four carries for 22 yards. Lonsdorf in. I think that's Clapper going out, check that. That's Wellner going out. Double tight end, Lonsdorf to the right. I think Troyer to the left. Wheeler a tailback, Wheeler gets it, looks, kicks, kicks, kicks. And he's gonna get stopped for no gain on that one. He had those high steps. Wheeler tries to pick his way through. That young man could tiptoe through the tulips and not break a leaf. 36 seconds left in the quarter. Third and five for the Blue Jays. Ball at the 38-yard line. They need about four for the first. Same formation, double tight end. There's the handoff. Wheeler's looking. He's cutting back. He's getting close to the 40. And I think he's going to roll it up till about the 42. Let's see how far he gets. And he's going to get another four. And that's going to bring up fourth and one. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter. So after three, Jay Stadium, senior night, tackle cancer night. We'll see what the officials are doing. I think they're spotting it right now. I don't know. If, I'm not going to go to a break. The last time I did, there was an extra play. Now there's an official timeout. I think they're going to get a measurement so that they properly place the ball for the fourth quarter. The key now is the Blue Jays are going to have the wind. 
They got through the third quarter and held the Ordockers scoreless. Now they've got the wind for throwing. And that may give Coach Wadzinski a little more opportunity to open it up. Because Schmelzer didn't throw in the third. Laplevy didn't throw anything but the interception in the third. And let's see how they mark it. And it is a Blue Jay first down. Chips Hamburger, their sixth first down. So that changes the complexion as they go over at the quarter. And so nothing new from uh, Chad Holmes of Bull Falls Radio 98.9. But here after three... The Ordockers holding on to a slim one-point lead. So we will keep it right here. Blue Jays defense, three turnovers. The Blue Jays bent very little in the third and picked up an interception and two fumble recoveries. So they got a first and 10 from their own 42, 12 minutes in regulation on tackle cancer night. The Blue Jays trying to tackle that 0 for season record. Lonsdorf is in, in the backfield. Schmelzer, Clapper gives Schmelzer a pat on the back. Troyer's out there. Wellner's gonna be at the halfback, so Lonsdorf is at tailback. Same double tight end offense. We heard about it in the pregame show from Ethan Robin. There's the handoff. No, Schmelzer's back. He's throwing. He's got Clapper. Yes! Tomato! At the 37-yard line, Clapper doing the dance. Gets it down, 21-yard pass. Clapper, Dan, just like he did with the one he caught in the first. Oh my goodness gracious me, Isaac Clapper walked the tightrope. At the 37, another Chips Hamburger first down. Only two Pine Ridge Mobile extra points. Here goes Schmelzer again, he hands it off. Wheeler, Wheeler tries to, oh the ball's on the ground. Let's see if he recovered it. Wheeler got it back, so give Wheeler two yards with the fumble, but he got it back. So he's got 28 yards on seven carries here in the second half. Wellner goes out, I think. Let's check. No, Wheeler went out. Schmelzer's got Lonsdorf a tailback. Troyer to the left. Wellner to the right, double tight end, Clapper to the right side. Second and eight, ball at the 35 yard line. There's the handoff, Lonsdorf looks, check that, that's Troyer, he bounces off a couple tacklers and then he's driven way back close to the 40. Let's see where they give his forward progress. Are they gonna mark it back at the 40? No, thank you. I would have thrown the challenge flag from here on that one. To the 34, so getting one yard on the carry there is Troyer. 
one yard. So that's a third down at the 34. Long seven. 10.38 on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Remember to stay tuned at the end of the game for our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Brought to you by the Beacon with over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community. There's the handoff. Lonsdorf, he's trying to cut back. He's got a hole. He found that hole. He's down inside the 30. It's smashed 14-7 after three over on Bull Falls Radio 98-9. Give a good five yards to Lonsdorf. He's got five carries for 11 yards. This is fourth down and three. Ball inside the 30. Blue Jays just chew the timeout. 9.54 left. Fourth down and a long two. Looks like Mann is now in at halfback to the left of Schmelzer. Schmelzer takes it. He's going up the middle. He's going to have the first down and then some. Down to about the 25. No flags that I see. And so that's going to be Schmelzer for five. He picked his way in. Three for 12. Five. Second half first downs, courtesy of Chips Hamburgers. Have a chipperific day. Five first downs overall, eight, and a fresh set of downs ball at the far hash mark at the 22. 9.19 left. Same formation. Wellner to the right of Schmelzer. There's the handoff, trying to get up the middle, picking his way through the tulips. He stood up by a host of or Dockers, we'll see if he gets any yardage, and that's Wheeler. That was his 19th carry on the day. For a guy who's 5'7", he's showing durability. Lonsdorf in, Wheeler out, no gain there. So seven carries for 28 yards here in the second half. Check that, eight carries. Second and 10, ball at the far hash mark at the 22. Evans not here to kick tonight, so we've got Wheeler. Check that, uh, Klug. There's dropping back, rolling, looking, chased, throws, and that one was out of bounds. The ball boys had a better chance of that one. Again, it was the, the square out pattern, but that was about 15 yards out of bounds. Schmelzer was being chased. And he knew he could not turn the corner and run. So now it's third and 10 ball at the 22. So this becomes the time coming in right now for the Blue Jays. Kelvin Allen coming out. Noah Clifford. Let's see what Coach Wadzinski's got in the playbook. Third and 10. Ball in the far hash mark. He's got double wing. And now there's a timeout, an official's timeout. Now what? All right, I'm confused. Clifford is to the left of Schmelzer, double wing, ball at the far hash mark, third and 10. Back, look, throw, underneath. That's gonna get about seven. See who made the catch. That's Lonsdorf. Fourth down, that's gonna be a seven yard completion. 
So two for three for 28 yards. Fourth and three. 7.45 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Lonsdorf out. Allen out. Clifford in. Blue Jays need to move those chains. Trailing 7-6, 7.30 left. Same double tight end formation. There's the handoff trying to get to the outside and oh, getting thrown for a loss of about three yards is Wheeler and so the Blue Jays turn it over. They could not string out and turn the corner on the Ordocker defense. So the Ordockers hold with 7.18 left and a 7-6 lead. Blue Jays had three third quarter turnovers, however. I think it could be time for number four. Lap Lavi is now throwing into that wind, which is a good 15 mile an hour straight in the face. He hands off going up the middle, powering forward. Let's see who that is. And that's going to be Phil Mancini. He had three carries on the first half. Give him seven there for 20 yards. Second down and three. Blue Jays need a stop here. Blue Jays need a stop. Linebackers there. All jump. No foul flag. That was a block wearing that club. He jumped. And that's going to be a first down by penalty for... And that's only oh, first down for the Ordockers. Block with a neutral zone violation, but that's only their second first down of the second half after having 12 in the first half. The Blue Jay defense is tightening up. So it'll be a first and 10. Now they've got to get it, everything in the right spot. 7.18 left under Dave's County Market scoreboard. Ball at the 34-yard line. And now they're saying move the clock to 7.05. So there it is. Double tight end. Now they're back to the double tight end. Wishbone formation, first and 10. Ordockers just want to ground this one out. There's the handoff. Oh, a nice hit on the left side of the Blue Jay line. Lang with the stop. That was Vuro Renan. And he had eighteen yards on seven carries in the first half. Give him three yards there, his first carry of the second half. Clock is running. 633. Blue Jays. Have two timeouts left. They're presenting a five-man front right now. Block. Right in there. They're cutting right behind him and getting up Brandis. And it'll be close to the first. He went off the left tackle. Give him four. So it's going to bring up a third and two. So Brandis, after all that running, 75 yards in the first half, Eight yards on seven carries with a lost fumble here. So the Blue Jays are tightening up that defense. Third and two, ball at the 42. 
Same alignment. There's the handoff up front. Oh, he's going to be stopped. Let's see who's got the carry. And that is Fielmancini. And Fielmancini gets one. This is going to bring up fourth down and one. We'll see what the Ordockers are going to do. Throwing into the wind. Fourth and one. This is good old country football right now, folks. Between the tackles. The Ordockers lead 7-6, 5-11. Clock is running. Blue Jays got to make sure they stay on side. Five-man front. Everybody's up in the box. And Lap Levy's not sure what to do. He's backing up three times. And they're going to take the timeout. They were trying to draw the Blue Jays off. Everybody was heading in. They were going to stunt the gaps. 4.43 left, fourth and one. So the Ordockers go to the far side and the Blue Jays to the near side. This is it. Everybody's on their feet right now in the student section. The Ordockers side, a smattering of fans. And we will rock you, Will. We're going to see here if they're going to keep with the same play. They were shooting the inside linebackers on the gaps. So Lap Levy tried three times coming out from underneath center, and nobody moved. So the Blue Jays got a hold here and get it back on downs. Again, Spash 14-7 over undefeated Wausau West Warriors. After three. Ordockers double tight end. Wishbone behind Lap Levy. There's the handoff. He's going to be stopped. He's going to be stopped. Tomato. He was taken down. That was Lund who had the touchdown. And now they're unpiling. And if this one goes for a first down, I am going to throw the challenge flag all the way here from the press box. And now it's time for the measurement. Holy hieroglyphics, Batman. That was an awfully generous spot. Christmas came early in the Ordocker sideline. Football claws is definitely on their side right now. Oh my goodness gracious me. This one's gonna come down to the spot. 440 left in regulation, Blue Jays trail 7-6. This is gonna come down to links of the chain. Here it is, stretched out, wish we had a camera. They gave him by half a football the first down. Oh, for instant replay. Well, it's four new downs. Blue Jays could tried to hold on fourth down. 
They stood him up. But Lund gets the first down. Four more downs, double tight end. Lap Levy waits for the clock to be signaled to start. There's the handoff cutting off the left side. Brandes is gonna pick up maybe three. He has been hogtied here in the second half, fans. Give him two. But this is gonna take a lot of time off the clock. Blue Jays need that fourth turnover. Trailing 7-6, 4-13 left. Ball at the 46-yard line of the near hash mark. Avoiding the delay of game is the most crucial thing for the Blue Jays. Or I should say for the Ore Dockers, Blue Jays would love to see it. 354, double tight end, wishbones even a little closer. Oh, falling down, but Brandis breaks through. And he's all the way down to the 37-yard line. 38-yard line, so he's going to get eight. And that's going to give the R-Dockers another first. Broke through the right side. He had that ball covered up like the last Christmas present under the tree. But he gets through the first down. The ball's at the 38. Blue Jays are 330 away from dropping a heartbreaker. But they've gotten three turnovers this half already. And Lap Levy tripped as he handed it off there. There's the handoff. Brandis cutting back. Going after that ball. Brandis is gonna get about laying on the tackle, give Brandis, three yards, he's got 21 carries, but the second half, 23 yards on 10 carries. He's been bottled up. Blue Jays were trailing seven zip at the half. They scored the touchdown, could not get the two-point conversion. 2.36 left, second and seven. No hurry for them. Blue Jays. Need that turnover. And there's the flag. That's going to be a delay of game penalty. Which they're going to be happy to take with 2.24 left. Still second down. But the Blue Jays are going to have to expend those timeouts. Ball back to the 30-41. So they've got 13 yards to go. But they've got no hurry with 2.24 left and the timeouts. Blue Jays need that turnover. There's the motion. There's the handoff. Oh, stacked up balls. I thought the ball was loose, but there was a flag. So, so, Navina. Vuavina, that clock, yeah, that clock should have been stopped. Coach Wadzinski signaling up here. Let's see what the penalty is. Should be about 217, they're saying, on the clock. 
And now he's getting an explanation from the near side official. They're declining the penalty. So no gain there for Villarreal. He's got two carries for three yards here in the second half. Now the So now it's third down, ball at the 41, third and 13. Blue Jays still have two timeouts left. Lap Levy probably would be in punting situation to try to pin the Blue Jays back. Now the clock is going again. They're signaling for the clock to start. Wide receivers. There's the handoff and stopped. Lang in leading the tackle. Lund. Lund's going to get one. He's got six carries for 12 yards here. The Blue Jays take timeout. 2.08 left. Fourth and 12. Ball at the 40 yard line. So it looks like the first punt of the game coming for the Ore Dockers. One can only hope with a tailwind that the center snaps it somewhere over the rainbow. We got a rainbow of pink here tonight on Tackle Cancer Night, Senior Night. Blue Jays trailing 7-6. Both teams came in 0-5. Somebody's going home 1-5. And, and I'm thinking it's going to be the Blue Jays. Three third quarter turnovers. So let's see what the Ore Dockers are going to do. Whatever the Blue Jays do, they want to make sure they do not jump offside. It looks like... Lap Levy's going to be back in punt formation. And Allen is inside the 10-yard line. There's the snap. There's the punt. That's headed toward the corner. And it goes out of bounds at about the 14-yard line. So give a 27-yard punt to Lap Levy. And the Blue Jays take it over. One timeout, 2.02 on the clock. And they're 79 yards away from pay dirt. Trailing 7-6. The only difference was Lonsdorf came up short on a sweep to the right on the two-point conversion. But Schmelzer's got the wind. He's got Amador to the near side. Clapper in the slot. And he takes it up the middle. Schmelzer tries to get to the outside. He does. He turns the corner. And he's got a first down, and he's all the way. Oh! Oh, there's going to be flags. That was a really hard hit at the 40, pushing him out. 24 yards for Schmelzer and a Chips Hamburger first down. Schmelzer now has 36 yards on four carries. That's going to be another 15, and that should take it into. Now they're calling for Schmelzer to come over. Now coming over is Allen. Check that. Clifford. 
Now Block is out there on offense. First time I think he's been out there all night. Coming out, taking a breather right there was Gretzmacher who recovered that third quarter fumble. Wide receivers to both sides, slot to both sides. Schmelzer standing at his 40. Minute 53 left, back, looks, throws. Catch is made. No, incomplete pass. Two for four for 28 yards here in the second half. Block goes out, checking out also is Vullings. Blue Jays second and 10, a minute 49 left. Ball on the far hash mark at the 44. Slots to both sides, Clapper in the near side slot. There's the throw. Oh, and it's intercepted. Overthrown and intercepting it. And Defoe with the interception and that's gonna seal it barring it was an overthrown pass and Defoe was deep. So that's gonna give with a minute 40 and one timeout left, the Ordockers, the ball at the Blue Jay 39. That one didn't really sail, but it was just about a foot over the outstretched arms of the slot receiver on the far side. So the Ordockers will see if they come out in a victory formation. Double tight end, wishbone. Hand off up the middle. Down to about the 35 yard line. Let's see who has the carry. And uh, not sure who had the carry there. I think that was Nellis goes out at tight end. So I think that was Lund on the carry. So give Lund five yards, Blue Jays take timeout, but Lund 17 yards on seven carries. The Blue Jays have just tightened up. No scoring for the Ordockers here in the second half. Three Blue Jay turnovers. But the one that sailed away right there, I, I, I should not say it sailed. I withdraw that. He just threw it a little high. He's got the tailwind. He threw it over the slot receiver's hand and Defoe pulls it down. So second and five for the Ordockers, a minute 33 left. We'll see if they take the victory formation knee. There's the handoff again, going up the middle, well past the first down, down to about the 25. Field. Mancini gets nine yards and the fifth Ordocker first down here in the second half. Minute 27 left, clock running, Blue Jays out of timeouts. They need a turnover right now, it's miracle time. Let's go Blue Jays, no quitting this team. 
Trailing 7-6. Oh, there's the victory formation in the knee. So that's going to be a minus one for Lap-Levy, his first carry of the second half. And 48 seconds left. It's going to bring up a second and ten. The Ordockers just kind of meandering up to the line. This is the same formation, and again, Lap-Levy takes another knee and I think that could be the last play of the game. We'll have to see if they have to take a third one. And now they're getting a stoppage of the clock. No, it looks like the uh, receiver, yeah. There's another one for Lamp-Levy. And that's going to take us to the end of the game. We will be back with our... Dave's County Market post-game shore, and be sure to stay with us immediately following the game to find out which player will be named the Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Brought to you by the Beacon with over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community where you live, work, and play one mile west of Highway K on the corner of Joe Snow and Fairview Roads in Merrill. The final score, the Ordockers 7, the Blue Jays 6. Back with our Dave's County Market postgame show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. Welcome back to Jay Stadium, downtown Alleyboro. Pleased to be bringing you the Dave's County Market postgame show as the teams congratulate each other. Pink Power comes up a point short as the Blue Jays had the only scoring in the second half following the turnover. 441 left. Schmelzer a three-yard run, and Lonsdorf's two-point conversion came up two yards short. And the Blue Jays had three third-quarter turnovers. The Ordockers go to 1-5. and five. The Blue Jays drop to 0-6 as they come over to salute the Blue Jay fans. We salute you. And we'll have our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game coming up in a few minutes over on our friends at Bull Falls Radio 98.9, Spash 27, West 7. The Blue Jay players coming to support the fans Lonsdorf there at the end he's taking it hard still got his lid on for the six seniors playing as Ethan Robbins said their last home game at night they're still homecoming against Rhinelander at 1.30 on the 7th but right now they have their heads up and they have every reason to the defense bent and bent and bent. They gave up nothing in the second half. They tightened up, and they came just two yards short of an 8-7 victory. You call for moral wins in sports sometimes. This was a very moral win for the Blue Jays. In the second half, Levy, Lap Levy only had one intercepted pass. 
Brandis was held to 23 yards on 10 carries. Lund had 17 yards on seven carries. Volorinma, three yards on two carries. Fear Mancini did have 17 yards on three, and Villaverde won for seven. But basically, the Blue Jays stuffed them defensively. In the second half, 25 yards on nine uh, carries for Wheeler. Schmelzer had 36 yards on four carries. He was two for five for 28 yards and an interception there. Basically, down their top two running backs, it was running back by committee. Coach Wadzinski moving players in and out and just got a lot of matchups on the defensive side. Excellent work, man, all over the field. The secondary made sure that nobody really got behind him. That one fourth down catch in the first half by Brandis moving out of the backfield on the left halfback side in the wishbone was the difference because otherwise there would have been no score for the Ore Dockers. So when we take a look at it statistically, Mann with a fumble recovery, Allen with an interception, Lonsdorf with a fumble recovery. The one interception and even the fumble, Schmelzer got it back. So the turnover battle, the Blue Jays won. The defensive battle, they won. As Coach Wadzinski gets them down there in the end zone, he's going to tell them. I can almost guarantee he's going to tell them this is your best game of the year. You came two yards short of winning 8-7. And it would be interesting to know if uh, if uh, Allen had been there, the kicker had been here. He's got a soccer game. He's on loan from the soccer team. If Clayton Evans had been there, would they have tried the extra point? We'd be in overtime. But I, would, I can tell you that when you're in a position like that and you have momentum, you want to go for that lead. So even if Evan had been there, I don't know that he would have gotten the chance to kick. But right now, the Blue Jays dropped to 0-6. Next week, we're at Hayward, back then for Rhinelander for homecoming on the 7th, and the final game on the 13th at Mosinee. So two of the last three on the road. We're going to be back after this with our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game, you're listening to our Dave's County Market Halftime Show brought to you exclusively, I should say post-game show, by Dave's County Market. They value family. They value friendly. They value you. Back with our Beacon Restaurant Blue Jay Player of the Game after this. Welcome back to our Dave's County Market post-game show. Coming up to join us 
as well as Coach Wadzinski. He's our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game, Eric Mann. He got that first fumble recovery. Eric, congratulations. I think we called your name about 12 times. If you've been coming for dinner, there'd have been nothing left for anybody else. Senior night, tackle cancer night. We come up about two yards short on the two-point conversion. Talk to us about the defense. You were all over Heaven's Half Acre. Well, you know, defensively, we, it's always been our strong suit, you know, as a team. Uh, no coaching staff has done a very good job, you know, putting us in the right spot, getting X's and O's right. Um, but it also comes down to our guys, you know, fighting hard every single practice, you know. Um, really just a well-rounded, hard-working team. Now, Ethan Robin in our post-game or pre-game show said there were the keys. One guy's got the quarterback. One guy's got the fullback. One guy's got the pitch man. Which one did you have? Uh, I was keying quarterback all night. Whichever way he turned, I was shooting, getting, getting in the hole as quick as possible. Now, one of the things you have to do is not cross that line of scrimmage until he does. On that fourth down play, I mean, I thought three times he was going to get down there to uh, Subway to order subs because he kept pulling out from behind center and nobody moved. When you had a play like that, you had to hold the line right there. And also, you were trying to shoot the gap linebackers on both sides. Did I see that one right? You did see that right. You know, um, Mark it down. It may not happen again. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest guy in the world. You know, being small is kind of a gift and a curse. In this instance, it was a gift because, you know, it's very easy to – I shouldn't say very easy. It's easier to get through the holes. You know, I can, I can split through guys. It, it, it helps me out a lot. Second half, they're running backs. Nobody got more – than 30 yards, and they had to take about eight or nine carries to do it. You had Clapper back at safety. We were down both Wikes and Henrik on offense. Talk to us about what it was like in this week, and we'll get Coach Wadzinski from his point of view. I mean, I, I've seen less people at a fast food restaurant than we had going in the backfield all game. Talk to us about those younger players and how they came through. Well, you know, going into this week, we kind of knew going into it that we were going to be down a couple of guys and, you know, some key players, especially with uh, EJ Wikes and Caden Henrik, um, very key guys. We just had guys circling in, you know, hard workers, all of JV, and it was really nice to see those guys get some time, you know, put in, put in that really hard work and practice. It was great to see. Well, we're talking right now to our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. What do we call you? Do we call you middle linebacker, inside linebacker, or just don't call you late for dinner at the Beacon? <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Okay, so you are our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Of course, they're celebrating this year 64 years of supporting the Merrill community where you live, work, and play. The Beacon, one mile west of Highway K on the corner of Joe Snow and Fairview Roads in Merrill. Call ahead to order. What should we order you? <laughs> How about that fried chicken? All right. 536-4232, Eric Mann. We'll be back to you in just a moment. We're going to get Coach Wadzinski to join us now. Coach, 7-6, you told us what it was going to be like last week. It lived up to it. Talk about the defense and the progress that they made tonight, especially in the second half. Three third-quarter turnovers. Yeah, uh, defense played really well. We we repped a lot of option drill this, this week with, uh, like Ethan Robbins said, pregame. Guys got different assignments, and... We did it so well that by the second quarter, actually, Ashland had abandoned the option pretty much exclusively. They were running 
more more dive, more power and counter, trying to get something else rolling. Uh, defense came up, fired up in the third quarter and put the ball on the ground a couple times, made a nice interception here on the sideline and kept us in this game, just couldn't couldn't quite get it done. Now, we, we had the option, 7-6, of kicking it, but I don't think you hesitated at all. You were going for two all the way, am well, I right? And, you know, Eric Mann mentioned we had a couple key injuries, E.J. Wikes and Cade Henrik, and to be honest, uh, it wasn't an option and didn't even have to think, think about it because E.J. Wikes is our holder, and uh, that's not an easy job. So when you've got the holder that goes down and you're not exactly super deep, there's not a lot of guys that can do that job under pressure. So it, it, it was go time. We had to go. Talk about the offense. You 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 had running back by committee. You ran my stat sheet out of space, Coach. You had that many different guys in there, some of them getting their first taste of varsity running back. Talk about them tonight. Yeah, that was the goal, just get more guys circulated through, uh, get some guys some varsity experience here and, and see if we're missing something, see if there's somebody, somebody standing on the sideline who's not getting the reps that they deserve, and uh, I think we found a few. Yeah, and and of course Lang got permission to be number one in left at left tackle. He continues to really uh, anchor that line. Schmelzer continued to uh, show the maturing process. Uh, I, I'll tell you, he directed the traffic a couple nice times. Clapper walked the tightrope on the side, and the one that went for the interception it really didn't sail. It just went up above the fingertips. He's making good progress, right, Coach? He is, very much so. Uh, you got a junior quarterback back there. you got a very young O-line. We're, we're making progress. It's it's senior night, and uh, I, I wish we had more more to give these these seven seniors that we have out. I wish we had more more linemen. I wish we had more depth in that, depth in that class so we could have done some different things this year, and that's that's what I feel worst about tonight is not – not getting in the win column for our, our guys that work their butts off all all program, all four years. Well, we now take a look at the trip for Hayward. The rumor is we leave Wednesday for Hayward to make sure we make it by game time. Is there any truth to that? Might, might be Tuesday night or Wednesday early morning, like 2 or 3 a.m. <laughs> We're going to really need to na navigate those county roads and coach, coach Palicki, but we'll be back for it next week. We know you will. Coach Wodzinski, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And that's going to be the wrap. For us here, the final score again, the Ordockers 7, the Blue Jays 6. You've been listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. You've been listening to Merrill High School Football on Blue Jay 96.3 WJMT. Today's game was brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, Westside Market, One-Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, River Country Co-op C-Store and Country Store, Napa in Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, The Silver M Club, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Pine Ridge Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, SGS Environmental Contracting, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, The Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Beacon Restaurant. Today's game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Sunrise Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or other use of this program without expressed written consent is prohibited. WJMT now has past varsity sports broadcast for your listening at any time on our podcast page at BlueJay96.3.com. 
Listen throughout the season for Blue Jay football on your hometown voice for Merrill Varsity Sports. Blue Jay 96.3 AM 730 online at Blue Jay 96.3.com on Alexa and the WJMT app. 